This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis coming back again this morning with another message from God's Word. And we're bringing you that study to the close of Satan, the God of this world. And we're just kind of doing a little uh, review uh, in, a, in the closing two or three messages. So I'm happy to have you with us, have, happy to be there with you. But let's get back into our study. Before we go any further, I want to just give you uh, the position of a God-called pastor. You know, we don't hear that much about it, do we? No, we have these little 90-day wonders that come out of school, and I'm not criticizing them. They, 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 they don't know. But, my friend, let me give you the position of God's true call pastor as he walks before his people. According to 2 Timothy 4.2, he's to preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. He's not to review books. He's not to preach a social service, not his own opinion. He's to preach the word, not what he thinks about it. He's to preach the word in season, out of season. He's to preach uh, as if to reprove or to convict men of their sin. Folks are not being told now that they're uh, sinful. No. Now, he is to preach until it'll stop sinners in their tracks and bring them before the bar of justice where the Lord can pardon them through Christ. He is to rebuke, that is to reprimand and condemn sin according to Titus 1, 13 and 14. Listen, wherefore rebuke them sharply. This is God's word, my friend. This is not my word. This is not some theological professor's word. No, he says, rebuke them sharply. Do you hear any pastor on the radio rebuking his congregation sharply? that they may be sound in the doctrine, not giving heed to Jewish fables, commanding men to, to turn from the truth. Listen, his rebuke is to speak with authority. I often come here, folks question me. I tell them I'm the authority here. I'm God's messenger. I'm not, I'm not, that's not bragging or anything like that. It's just, it's just speaking the truth, my friend to speak with authority, according to Titus 2.15. He says those things, speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man, let no man, listen, despise thee. Oh, my friend, you have a faithful pastor. You do? Are you praying for him? Do you pray for your pastor? Folks, we, we've gotten away from our prayer lives, haven't we? Not many folks have a prayer life. Do you pray for your pastor? If you have a faithful and true pastor, whether he's young or old, could I just ask you to pray for him day by day? Pray for his health. Pray for his family. Pray for others. Folks, pray for me. Many, many of our folks know that I'm 86 years old, and uh, I'm coming down to the end of life. My wife is a stroke victim. We have much complications from those things. And I just mentioned that so that you might know to pray for her and to pray for me as the Lord leads us day by day. I have three wonderful children with their spouses who take care of their mother and me and uh, grandchildren and all of those things are such a blessing, my friend. But I pray for them day by day, and then I'm sure they pray for me. Would you pray for me? Would you Would you write me? Just sit down and write me a note, a little short note, and say, Pastor, I'm praying for you. Would you do that? It'd make my day. Listen, and it says, uh, it says in uh, 1 Timothy 5, rebuke openly. 
Them that sin rebuke before all that others may fear. My friend, one of the hallmark men of this ministry here in my preaching is that the Lord has seemingly turned my ministry to warning messages. Warning messages. And I, it just, folks tell me that. It seems like all you do is warn folks. Well, I'm warning you to turn. Oh, Noah preached 120 years, my friend. Every day, I believe, every day, I believe he warned those folks. Did you ever stop and think that Noah and his three sons built that ark over 120 years? And I'm sure that he he spoke to those folks living in that on that land. I'm not a I'm I'm not being foolish, my friend. The world was inhabited with folks at that time, and uh, if you would think about that, he spoke to those folks. I'm sure he warned them. Now, uh, it's not my opinion. The the Greek here implies that the pastor is to call names and rebuke folks in public, and uh, it's no easy matter, my friend. It takes grace. I have folks write me, call me now and then, and say, Pastor, I appreciate you being true to my soul. I've had men that uh, I've called their name because they was living in sin, calling number first. How how am I supposed to allow some old uh, whoremonger to, to sing in my choir? I can't do that. No, my friend. I'm the, the, the scripture says, watchman, watchman, what of the night? That means he, I'm supposed to... Just like a just like a guard. When I was in the navy, I stood guard at night around uh, pieces of equipment and buildings and so forth. If someone came into that area, I was to I was to warn the authorities that there's trouble brewing. Well, I'm to warn my people here, those of you who hear me over this radio broadcast, over other radio broadcasts. I'm to warn you that you have a precious soul that is uh, bound for hell. If you haven't trusted the Lord, you say, Pastor, how, how can I be saved? Come to the Lord. Or is the Lord disturbing you, my friend? Is there a little pricking of your heart? You know, the Apostle Paul was going down the road to Damascus, to Damascus, seeking out the Christians to lock them up and have them uh, treated terribly. And it says that the Lord threw him off of that horse or mule or whatever it was, and he hit the ground. And he said, he looked up and he said, uh, first the Lord said, Paul, Saul, why? Why kick against the pricks? My friend, are you kicking against the pricks? Are you uh, chomping your bits? Are you chomping your bits because I'm being true to your soul? My friend, I have no, I have no uh, thought about what you think of me as a person, as a pastor, as a minister of this church. I don't bother me what you say. I have folks rail on me. I have folks call me, curse me on the, in the email, curse me on the radio, curse me. That don't bother me. No, because I know that they're ignorant. I know that they're, they're unlearned. But the Lord asked Paul, said, why are you kicking against the pricks? What were the pricks, my friend? The Holy Spirit dealing with his heart. Is, your, is, is the Lord ever question you about your condition? Uh, and when I, when I bring you that verse, it says, there's none righteous, no, not one. Does that bother you? When I bring you those verses speaking of, of uh, the, the rich man in hell, lifted up his eyes and asked the Abraham to bring him a cool drop of water, does that offend you, my friend? It doesn't mean. It lets me know that there is a, a, a hell to shun, a heaven to win, 
and a hell to shun, my friend. Oh, my friend, I've asked, I've asked the Lord for you. Multitudes of folks, my folks, my families, my loved ones, many of them, going out into eternity, my friend. I've had to stand at a funeral. I've conducted funerals all over America. And I've had to stand there and say, this individual, oh, did he go to heaven? I don't know. Didn't give any evidence. No, no. But, my friend, that's all in the Lord's hands. No, sir, we're not to judge. But, you know, uh, the Scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Are you a new creature? Are you a new creature? Can you remember your old creature? I can. I was a terrible person. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a drunkard or a whoremonger or any of those things. I could have been if the Lord would have allowed me to. But I, I, I found out that, that the Lord gives you a new heart, a new spirit. You love folks. And we're, we're in the flesh. Surely we're not perfect. I saw a bumper sticker uh, one day. It said, uh, I'm not perfect, but I'm saved. Are you saved? When, when, you, when your eyes close in death, my friend, you say, I don't want to hear all that, Pastor. Well, you need to hear it, my friend. You need to hear it. The Lord has commissioned me as his pastor, as his messenger, just to give out the gospel in simplicity and leave the results in the Lord's hand. That's right, my friend. Listen, uh, I, I know the scripture says we're to exhort, which means to warn. We're to warn you. We've been bringing you these messages on Satan, the God of this world, basically warning you that there's a, 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 a Satan, old Satan. I'm going to maybe in, in our next message talk about where Satan came from. Do you know where Satan came from, my friend? He was the anointed cherub. He was a created perfect in heaven. He, he, he led the worship of the angels, my friend. Yes, he was. And he, he, pride rose up in his heart. And he sinned, and he was cast out. And he's been chomping at the bits ever since, my friend. He never lost one iota of his power, not one iota of his beauty, of his influence. He's a prince in power of the air that you and I breathe. And the scripture says we are asleep. You and I, outside of Christ, unsaved, are asleep in Satan's lap. We've been rock dodo on the front porch with old high-back rocker. Patting on the back, saying, stay asleep, my, my friend. Stay asleep. Everything's all right. And when you come down to end of life, you'll wind up in a devil's hell. But, my friend, the Lord is still on the throne. The Lord is still saving sinners, one here and one there. I don't see anybody hardly wanting to be saved. Do you? Someone asked me one day, said, are there few that be saved? I said, well, that's what the Scripture says. But I see the masses. I, I drive around a little bit. I used to travel a little bit. And I'd go through these little towns. There'd be four churches on the corner. A red light, one red light town. There'd be four churches. There'd be a Free Will Baptist, Southern Baptist, uh, Presbyterian, and Catholic. Four churches on each corner. Parking lot slammed full. I know those things happen, my friend. I had a man call me recently. Said that uh, he goes to a church in t Dallas where they have 30,000 members. And I said, well, he said, we have 24 pastors on staff. I said, well, are there anybody being saved, my friend? He said, oh, we have 100 decisions every Sunday, somewhere along 100 decisions. I said, I never asked you about how many decisions. Decisionism is not salvation. He couldn't believe it. He, he, didn't, he didn't understand. I said, salvation is a deliverance. 
being saved, not 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 signing a pledge card, or not signing a business card, or not praying a prayer. Lord, save me! I'm I'm lost. That's not salvation. Salvation is coming to see yourself in need. In need, I have a man writes me, and he signs his letters, a needy sinner. Well, we're all needy sinners, whether we're saved or lost. But my friend, in order to be saved, you must come to see your need. That's right. You must come to see. You never call out to know the Lord. The Scripture says you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. My friend, that's why the Scriptures are being uh, flaunted and, and twisted around and Satan's influenced and redoing of the Bibles because you can't hear the truth. If you never hear the truth, you won't be saved. You stay home from good, sound preaching. You won't ever be saved. No, sir. That's right. It's just as plain as a nose on your face. If you don't never hear the truth, you won't never be saved. And I know, my friend, the Lord's on the throne. I praise the Lord for it. And I, I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could stir up your heart. I can't. I wish I could just stir your heart. And. Uh, and, 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 and I can't lead you to Christ. No, I don't do those things. But, my friend, I can tell you that Christ is still saving sinners. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And uh, have you ever been lost? Oh, I know what it is to be lost, my friend. Lost, lost, lost. No hope. But I bring you hope this morning. Christ died for sinners. Would you turn to him? Would you just turn to him? Would you just plead guilty? Would you hoist a white flag of surrender? Say, Lord, I'm, I'm lost. I'm a sinner. Lord, would you save me like old, old, old Peter did when he was drowning? Said, Lord, help. This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendorva saying, it's been good to have been with you. Remember? Our mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Radio Missions now offers flash drives containing broadcasts and messages delivered by founding pastor L.R. Shelton Sr., Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and brother Freddie Murdoch, plus music by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information, call 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 